Chris Miles was able to retire twice by the time he was 39 years old. But he's not content to just enjoy his own financial freedom and peace of mind. Chris wants you to have your own ripple effect so you can live free today. He's not the financial advisor you expected. He's the anti-financial advisor you deserve. He's jumping behind the mic right now, ready to make waves. Here's Chris Miles. Hello, my fellow Ripplers. This is Chris Miles, your cash flow expert and anti-financial advisor. Guys, welcome to the show that's for you and it's about you. Those who work so freaking hard for your money and you want your money to start working harder for you now. You want that freedom, that cash flow, that prosperity today, not 30 or 40 years from now, but right now. So you can live that life that you love, doing what you love with whomever you want. But on top of that, it's about creating a life of meaning and purpose and about creating the ripple effect through the lives of others. Because as you're blessed financially, you can be a power and influence in the others as well. So guys, thank you so much for allowing me to create my ripple effect through you. I appreciate you guys tuning in, binging and sharing and doing all that you do. Quick reminder, check out our website, moneyripples.com. Also subscribe to our YouTube channel, the Money Ripples with Chris Miles page. Check that out. Hey, are you looking for another great podcast to listen to? One about investing and, and not only just investing, but learning about cool deals like investing in apartments that does not require you to have to be an accredited investor or have a million dollars. Hey, if you want to check that out, go check out my friend Lane Kawaoka's site, simplepassivecashflow.com. He's got a great podcast also called Simple Passive Cashflow that you can check out on YouTube, iTunes, or whatever your favorite podcast app is. If you want some great education and to learn about great ways to invest in other types of deals without, again, needing a ton of money, check it out, simplepassivecashflow.com or look up Simple Passive Cashflow on YouTube or your podcast app. Check it out. So today, guys, I was getting people throwing different guests and potential guests my way here and there. And this one particular group was throwing a few people at me. I was like, nope, nope, nope. And then they hit this guy that you're about to meet, Samson Jorgeris. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. So yeah, Samson Jagger is here. They got to him and I said, all right, this guy, this guy is legit. This guy's perfect for my listeners. And so, so that's why I'm bringing him on. Now, specifically, the topic I want to talk about today is what are financial advisors not teaching? Now, you guys get a lot of that from my perspective, but I want to have somebody else's perspective here as well. I'll give you a little bit of information about Samson here. He's the founder of Growth View Properties and founder of the Passive Power Group. He also helps give others access to investments that they thought were unattainable, and he acts as a liaison, educator, and curator that gives them supreme confidence in this passive multifamily investments. And that's one thing I know a lot of you are looking for is, hey, you want those passive opportunities. You don't necessarily want to have to be the active person there are some great deals, and especially where Samson is kind of a unique area that many people aren't in. This is kind of like the really the perfect storm of all things. So, Samson, welcome to our show. Man, thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Yeah, absolutely, man. So, give us some background on you. Like, I know you weren't always in real estate. You were doing some of the crazy type of stuff that I used to do too. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess I mean, how far back do you want me to go? I grew up a California skater kid, raised on a heavy dose of punk rock and and baseball and uh, something clicked when I was about 14 years old. I decided to want to play football, fell in love with it. was absolutely passionate about the game. It got me to New Mexico, Western New Mexico, where I played D2 football heading into my sophomore season. I realized that division two football in a little small town, New Mexico was not for me. So I was ready to go big or go home. So I called my running coach back in California who reached out to uh, University of Utah and University of Colorado. Decided on Colorado because at the time I had some family here and I was dating a girl long distance. 
moved to walked away from my scholarship, uh, walked on at the University of Colorado, thankfully got put back on scholarship. Me and the girl that I was dating, it didn't work out, but met my wife and settled down here in Colorado. And then I graduated on a Friday with a degree in human physiology. I, I thought I wanted to be an orthopedic surgeon. Uh, unfortunately, wow. my grades decided for me. <laughs> you know, playing football at the Division One level as a scholarship athlete and trying to maintain high level degree is a lot. It's like putting in 80 hours a week. So as I kind of, you know, met my wife and things kind of changed and started to evolve, I just learned about more careers. I didn't really have any entrepreneurs or business people in my life uh, growing up as a kid. So I didn't know anything about finance, but thankfully my father-in-law, he had been in the futures and commodities trading space for a very long time. So he ran a grain elevator. At one point, they started hedging their corn by uh, trading the futures. He realized you can make a heck of a lot more money trading the futures and being a broker than you ever could running a grain elevator. So mm-hmm. so that's how he got into it. So he said, man, I think you'd be very good at this. You know, you're competitive, you're humble, you're hungry, you're smart, you're an athlete. Those types of people tend to do good in these types of environments. So he took me under his wing, graduated on a Friday, walked into the futures brokerage on a Monday. And about three months into my career, September 29th, 2008, the Dow Jones fell 777 points in a single day, which set off the economic housing crisis. But I'm actually so grateful that it happened when it did because I had nothing to lose. So I was, you know, I was totally fearless in that environment. So when everybody was leaving the industry, I was running into it. That started to pique my interest just about investing in general. Um, That's where I really started to get attracted to just owning assets. All of my customers that continually made money in the futures market, they own stuff. They were cattle ranchers, they were Mm -hmm. uh, farmers, they were oil producers. And so, you know, they were always trading from a little bit different perspective versus people who were just trading price, trying to make, I'd watch people run their accounts from $25,000 up to a million and back down to (laughs) $25,000 because everyone's a genius in a bull market. Right. And I think, you know, the last 10 years, you probably could have closed your eyes and bought anything or, or started any business and been relatively successful. But uh, after doing commodities thing for about four years, we were doing a ton of managed money. So I was mm-hmm. sleeping with a laptop next to my bed and I was watching the coffee market open at 2 a.m. And you know your quality of life, no matter how good the money is, starts to go way down. Mm-hmm. And so I decided that it was time for me to step out of that business. And uh, I decided to go pursue a chief strategy position at a fast-growing marketing and technology company. So I spent nine years scaling up a company from uh, 30 employees to just about 600. We did a little over 100 uh, million a couple years ago. And then uh, officially in in 2020, I decided to just step out and go full-time with real estate, which is something that uh, I've been working on since about 2011. So I've been investing off and on and just decided to go full tilt on it because I love it. I'm just super passionate about it. And it's it's fundamentally changed, you know, a lot of just how I'm able to live my life through passive income. Yeah. Now, what is it you focus on today with your business now? Yeah. So I'm I'm actually a commercial real estate broker. And mm-hmm. I work with uh, Remax Commercial Alliance here in Colorado. So I'm ahead of strategic investments. So basically, businesses uh, that want to develop, they want to build, that's a whole new learning curve. You know, Remax Commercial Alliance is, is not generally known as a competitive brokerage house as it relates to, say, JLL or CBRE or something like yeah. that. But Remax is really, as the on the residential side, is really here in Colorado. And they actually have a dang good commercial brokerage house. So the Remax Alliance brand has 26 locations. They have about a thousand brokers within their network. 
And so they've asked me to really just uh, shed light on that aspect of the business and really grow the brand there, mainly because I also have this background in SEC knowledge, understanding how to syndicate, create a yeah. finance structure deals and do things like that. And then uh, on my personal investing side, I lead a group called Growthview Properties and we structure multifamily syndicated opportunities. So either buying large commercial multifamily deals or redevelopment deals where maybe we're looking at something like a, a motel or a hotel and, and converting it over to multifamily housing. Because right now, one of the biggest challenges we have is affordable housing in, yeah. in the United States. A big, big problem. So, Absolutely. Especially here in the Western half of the US, it's getting to be a bigger and bigger problem each day. <laughs> Absolutely. Which is, that's actually one of the reasons why we're focused on looking at the middle of the country, looking at, at states like Oklahoma and cities like Oklahoma City is, it's just yeah. So incredibly expensive. Colorado always had the pitch, which was the quality of life's incredible. It's more mm. affordable. And that's no longer the case. Now, right. if you're moving from San Francisco, shoot, it looks great. Mm. But lived here, you know, anything under $400,000 will have 20 offers on it. Yeah. In the first hour. And so, you know, a lot of these first time home buyers are just, they can't do it. So they're picking up and they're moving to the Midwest and, and mm. Oklahoma, Alabama, things like that. Yeah, seeing the same thing here in Utah as well. Same exact thing. Like four hundred fifty thousand now is slightly below average, you know, for a house price. Oh my gosh, it's crazy! I couldn't even imagine. My wife and I bought a house for three hundred forty thousand. It was like almost five thousand square feet, probably uh -huh. eight years ago. Wild. <laughs> it had been awesome. That had been awesome for sure. Well, obviously, tell us. We kind of probably have an idea, but what do you feel is that that number one investment that financial advisors will never, never pitch to you? They're never going to pitch to you private securities. They're never going to pitch to you investing in alternative assets. And, and there's a couple reasons for that. Yeah. One, they can't. Under the SEC mm -hmm. guideline, they can't. They, they call it selling away. They're not allowed yeah. to pitch deals that they haven't vetted. But number two, they don't get paid if you don't put your money with them. And I'm not yeah. saying that there isn't some value in some of the traditional investments. I just think that the only way to really build wealth is equity. It's owning equity in businesses. It's owning equity in real estate. And you're not an equity holder when you own stock. You're a 1099. Yeah. And so it's this fallacy that you own part of the company. Well, you don't get the depreciation. You don't get the write-off. You don't get the tax benefits. You actually get the tax burden of any mm -hmm. capital gains that maybe you'll receive. And you're a glorified contractor, effectively. They get all the advantages of using your money. And so there's better ways to do it, like being a you know limited partner, a passive investor in larger projects that offer safer and more consistent returns. And you can still get all the benefits of owning real estate without any of the brain damage that goes along with actually actively managing the real estate. Yeah. Now you get a lot of people, of course, if you play the counterpoint, they'll say, yeah, but it's so easy just to buy into a Vanguard S&P 500 index, 0.03% expense ratio, you know, like. It's almost free, you know, <laughs> like I could just do that. And it's easy. I can start with a little money. I mean, uh, and all that kind of stuff. Like, and you said they're more like 1099 contractors than they are equity like owners. You know, they're not really owners of the company. Like go more into that. Like, what would you say to someone who just says, Hey, like this seems easy. Like this, look at the way the market's been going 15% average for the last, you know, 10 to 12 years. Why would I not do that? Yeah. I mean, uh, easy and quality aren't necessarily congruent. Um, mm -hmm. And passively investing into a large commercial like apartment deal is just as easy. It In the past, it was previously challenging because there wasn't a lot of technology to support private securities. 
But as technology has grown and platforms like Appfolio and IMS have come out, they make it really easy for an investor to actually place their capital, to actually see those investments, and then to actually receive their K-1s, which is their owner tax documents at the end of the year, and do it. And, And then you just hand it over to your CPA to do your taxes at the end of the year. So being a passive investor, like it doesn't get any easier than that. You don't have to find the property. Uh-huh. You don't have to underwrite the property. You don't have to raise the rest of the capital, take on the debt, pay for the upfront fees to get all the legal and all that stuff done. You definitely don't have to manage the property. You literally, it is literally mailbox money. You're literally getting yeah. a check delivered to you. And then on top of that, some of the benefits is a lot of times the depreciation you're going to get from the real estate is going to offset the income. And if yeah. you do enough of that, you're going to basically keep, it's not about how much you make, it's about how much you keep. And especially if you're a high, high income earner, if anybody's been paying attention to what they want to do the, to the tax bracket, if anybody making over $400,000, you need to find ways to reduce your taxable income. Yeah, We're in a capitalist society. So the government relies on us to do two things, create jobs and to create housing. If yeah. you do those two things, you're going to be able to get the maximum benefit from the tax code. And so that's why I love real estate. And it's easy. You just need to find a good person that you can trust. So part of what my mission is, is to help people understand how to be a passive investor. You need three things to get a deal done. You need knowledge, you need a team, and you need capital. Generally, you have one of those things. You have capital. So everybody's done it. They've listened to the webinars and the podcasts, and they've read the books, and they feel like, all right, I'm ready to go start this real estate investing business. And then they go, holy cow, I didn't know I was going to need a PhD. I don't Mm -hmm. don't have that much time because... Like most of your listeners, they're probably already successful. They're probably already crushing it in some aspect, whether it be their own business or their W-2 job. Yep. And they don't have the time, the energy, or the expertise to go and actually invest in that. So one of two things happens. They say, screw it. I'm just going to go the easy route and go the traditional route. Or they decide to become a passive investor. Well, when they decide to become a passive investor, there's still a steep learning curve. Mm-hmm. They'll figure out what the heck is internal rate of return. Yeah, And why would I buy this investment with that sponsor? Why would I buy in that market? Or why would I buy in that submarket? Or I don't know if that's a good business plan. It's not like your Merrill Lynch broker is going to tell you how to do it anyways, because, well, honestly, they don't know how to do it either. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. So you don't really have somebody that you can look to. So what I've done is just being somebody who lives in the industry. My team on in Growth View Properties is made up of commercial loan originators who are underwriting and originating $100 million loans private equity guys who've put together multi-million dollar deals and bought into multi-million dollar businesses. Me on the commercial side and the professional investment side, we're taking all that information and we're saying, hey, let's educate you on who are the players, Mm -hmm. how is the game played, how does every single player in the game make money? Once you kind of get your head wrapped around that, you start to understand how the game is played. Then you can start to understand what are the important metrics that I should be paying attention to they're going to give me supreme confidence in giving this person $50,000, $100,000 to go yeah. and invest in this deal. Because at the end of the day, one of the things about real estate is it's, it comes down to the market that you're in and how you're buying the asset. So those are the two most crucial factors. And so that's what we teach you through our Passive Power Playbook and the Passive Power Group is we're giving you the education and empowering you. Whether you invest with us or you go invest with somebody else, I'm on a mission just like you are to help people understand that there's a different and better way to invest their money than through the traditional markets. Absolutely. Well, and let's talk about that. I mean, the one cool thing about you is that you've had experience in all these different markets. 
obviously you've been in real estate, especially in the last 10 years, but you've also been in the commodities market, like very intimately there. You've been in the stock world. I mean, you've been all over. For you personally, like, why do you like to invest in real estate versus any of these other places? Because you've seen people with money invest in commodities. You've seen people make money in those things. So why real estate? So I think it's funny, but if, if you actually go and look at the statistics, mm-hmm. historically speaking, real estate has had more up years and less down years than stocks or bonds. Mm-hmm. And it has a better risk return profile than commodities, large cap, small cap, cap stop, stocks and um, bonds. Corporate bonds may be the only ones that are doing better than, uh-huh. than core commercial real estate does. So yeah. when you actually weigh that out, other than 2008, historically, mm-hmm. even in a crisis, real yeah. estate has done better than every other asset class. So right. you know, if Maslow's hierarchy of needs, food, shelter, and water, people will stop paying the car bill. They'll stop going out. They'll stop doing a lot of different things but they won't necessarily stop paying their rent. Yeah. And so I, Tesla stock before they stop paying rent. 100%, right? So I believe that like, if it really came to it, let's talk like worst case scenario, the world melted down, we had a depression. Mm-hmm. People get back to the basics in a depression and they care about four things, food, shelter, and water. That's it. Yeah. And so I want to own those things. Mm-hmm. If you look at water rights in the state of Colorado in the last 10 years, mm-hmm. They have literally gone up a thousand percent. I could buy a share of water 10 years ago for 5,000 bucks. And that same share of water is a hundred thousand dollars today, which is part of the reason why the housing prices in Colorado have just gone crazy. Yeah. Cause it's as easy as just buying a piece of dirt mm-hmm. and putting a house on it. I can't, it's not like I can just hook up to the city water. Yeah. I have to own the shares of water, especially if I'm like, building a whole community that the city is going to demand that I bring water so that they can service the entire community or those 200, 300, 500 homes that they're going to bring to the market. Right. So food, shelter and water. And if you look even and talk about commodities in the world of hyperinflation and a devalue in dollar, the cost of food goes through the roof as well. Mm-hmm. So stocks that I like to own, for example, are Commodity stocks. I like yeah. to own stocks and companies that own massive farming operations. Those are the types of stocks that I like to own because my belief is food, shelter, and water are the core assets that have proven over time to have the most stable, safe, consistent returns. Very interesting. I love it. So if our listeners want to like contact you or get to know you or your company better and that kind of thing, how would they reach out to you? Yep. So there's, um, if you want to just learn about the passive power playbook and, you know, gain some confidence around how to invest passively in real estate, you're going to want to go to passiveinvesting.pro. But you can also go over to our multifamily investment group, which is thegrowthvue.com. And there you can learn more about the team, more about how we passively invest in multifamily. And uh, there's a, a couple of free brochures and videos that you can watch as well. You're investing places like in Colorado and you mentioned like Wyoming and or even Oklahoma, right? You're looking at yep, different so, places around. Yeah, beyond the multifamily investing and beyond just educating people on how to passively invest. I'm also a developer. So I'll work on redevelopment projects, land entitlement projects, you know, just anywhere where I see there's massive opportunity. My thesis has always been around the core portfolio. You want to own 80% in stable cash producing things yes, because yes. that allows you the time freedom to do crazy things like jump on a podcast in the middle of the day <laughs> on a Thursday. And uh, what is it, a Monday? Yeah, Monday. Yeah. It was like a Thursday. Wow, crazy. But that then allows you the opportunity to have the freedom to, to take on some 
you know, what I would call riskier, but strategic types of development opportunities. The hard part about development is they're not cash producing, you know, yeah. sometimes as long as 18 to 24 months. So we need income to survive. <laughs> if you got the passive income coming in to meet your needs, it's really easy to say, great. Now with the re- remainder of this money, let's get some growth play too that help that continue to elevate and grow. Absolutely. 100%. Love it, man. Love it so much. Samson, thank you so much for sharing with our listeners today. It's such a wealth of knowledge. I love it, man. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks a lot. And if people want to connect with me on social media as well, it's just Samson, S-A-M-S-O-N, Jagoras, J-A-G-O-R-A-S. Awesome, man. Well, guys, look him up. Look up Samson. Check out his website as well as the playbook. If you're looking to really learn how to do this, and I know a lot of you, some of you guys are really successful, but this is the one area you feel intimidated. Go check that out, guys. So great resource. Again, Samson, thank you so much today and everybody else. Hey, it's not just a, enough to be a listener of the show. you got to be a doer as well. So go out, make yourself prosperous by making a wonderful week. We'll talk to you later. Visit us online at moneyripples.com for more resources to help you fix money leaks and get your money working harder for you now. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.